0: Welcome to Pivot, a podcast hosted by Katie Day, where we find out how business owners have been pivoting their businesses to stay relevant and successful. Food hall. <laughs> oh, nice. All right, cool. Hey, guys, what's going on? This is Katie Day with the Movie to Texas team. Today, we are joined by Chef Evelyn Garcia, and she is the owner and head chef of Kin. So, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: No, thank you for having me. Super excited for this podcast. <laughs>
0: I am as well. Cool. So um, for those of my listeners out there, all that's probably my mom, but all of my listeners out there. Uh, <laughs> and my that, mom. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we've got two. We've got two. That's great. Uh, that haven't heard of you before or haven't heard of kin or whatever, I guess, give us your a quick bio.
1: Yeah. Um, so I'm Chef Evelyn. I was born and raised in Houston. Um, I specialize in Southeast Asian cuisine. Uh, I just enjoy the food. Uh, So I kind of taken it upon myself to learn as much as I can. I'm still learning every day and kind of showcase it in a different way um, beyond just the stir fried noodles um, (laughs) that you normally just think of when you think Southeast Asian food. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's really fun. It's an awesome cuisine and we're currently just trying to get it out to the Houston crowd.
0: Yeah. 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 So um, I know you're at the food hall now, so um, I guess if, you wanna tell everyone a little bit about the food hall and kind of how that came about?
1: Yeah, so we're currently, um, we have a spot here at Pollock and Row here in the Rice Village. And we're unfortunately currently close to the public, but we are working on kind of amping up our little patio area and and open for to go and take out kind of a curbside setup right now. And we're shooting for next week, so fingers crossed that we can make that happen um but yeah here in the food hall it's nine different concepts we're we're grateful to be one of them and i mean it's just it's a really awesome spot here in the rice village something that they didn't have um although food halls are popping up everywhere around town um you know rice village has not hasn't or doesn't have anything like it yeah as well it's as kind of in the middle of this renovation of the rice village so we're really excited to be part of that
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i thought it was so cool when they had announced that they were putting that in there Um, because I work actually in Greenway Plaza, right? So there's nothing really other than the hub right down there. Yeah, not that much on this side of town. Um, So yeah, it's really exciting. Yeah, we're very grateful to be over here. Cool. We love the neighborhood. Oh yeah, for sure. Totally agree. Um, So as far as, um, I guess, like how you got to where you are today and like your, um, I guess, journey to where you are today. Yeah, what... uh, I mean, (laughs) we don't start at birth, but... Years
1: in the making. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so I'm originally from Houston, but I did move to New York um, around 2007 for culinary school. Um, And that's just kind of where I officially started my journey, um, getting into the industry, professionally at least. Before that, you know, I I worked at my parents' restaurant. I helped my parents cook all the time. Um, It's kind of in our blood. Yeah. To, to cook. Um, I was just the only one that pr- took it professionally. Um, so I went up to New York. I went to the Culinary Institute of America, where I did a four-year program. And then after that, I decided to give New York a shot and see if I could withstand right, that intensified city living Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. in New York, um, which I was at a good age, because I moved very young. I moved right out of high school. Okay. So I was the perfect time for me because I was becoming an adult we kinda of trying to figure out what who I was gonna be. Um and I could just really absorb all of that and really learn about ju- not just um the culinary world, but you know, kind of build my foundation as a as a person. Yeah. Um, so it's kinda of instilled in me now that like we gotta move with a purpose at all times, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no yeah, minute yeah. to waste. We're gonna be <laughs> moving and changing. And if it doesn't work, we're gonna change it again. We're gonna try it again and then we'll just keep going. So that's really instilled in me. So I think very grateful to have had that opportunity and and to have stayed that long. Um, I ended up staying it, in total. It was ten years in New York. I did not expect it to be that long. Um, <laughs> That's over a really long time. I mean, honestly, yeah, a my my parents almost lost hope, you know. Um, and I knew Houston was always home, so I always knew I was going to move back. Um, it's just the good thing about New York is just the opportunity after pre- opportunity shows up. Um, so I ended up staying there. To around 2016 is when I decided to move back, and I, I, at that point I really had more roughly a vision of what I had in mind to bring back home, and and had really understand the type of food that I wanted to create and and showcase. Um, between New York, I mean, I worked all in in Southeast Asian restaurants. I was very okay. like I pinpointed that, like I yeah, really wanted yeah, to learn yeah. as much as I could, so I stayed in those uh, in that cuisine in those restaurants. Um, and then I also, in between all of that, I was traveling to Southeast Asia quite a bit. Any time I could get off, or well, really whenever I quit a job, right? I was just like, okay, I'm gonna yeah. take a break yeah, yeah, yeah. of a few months. And then, um, you know, from working my butt off in New York, I mean, we're pulling like 60, 80 hour weeks, yeah. and then just completely stopping and and taking, pulling myself and putting myself in that atmosphere of really understanding the culture and the reason why the dishes are created the way they are and why this flavor goes with this flavor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, to really understand it and better be able to do my version of it. Yeah. Um and, and really learn the essence of it. And I, I did that in all, I think I've spent in Asia maybe about four to five months between Around. all those trips. Yeah. Um I would take a couple of breaks in between. Um also very grateful for that because God knows, I didn't have a dollar, but you figure it out, <laughs> I was though, right? You figure yeah, it out. I figured it out. It was just like, okay, so I got to buy the ticket, and now I'm just, I have to go. I have a ticket, right? We'll yeah. figure it out <laughs> as we go. Um, but it really helped me, you know, mold yeah. this idea and, and be able to be really prepared to be back home. Um, and now I came back in 2016. I started pop ups. I did a couple stodges around, trying to get a, a sense for the scene in Houston because I've never worked here in Houston. Yeah. Um, like I said, I moved really young. So I wanted to kind of get a vibe of the restaurant scene um, as much as I, you know, visited home um, and I ate out as much as I could when I came in. <laughs> uh, I really wanted to see the vibe of the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that for a couple, for like the first few months um, and popped around some kitchens and helped out. And then I started my pop ups. Um, I was full on pop ups. I was doing about three to four a week mm-hmm. around Houston. Um, and I did that for about two years and a half. Um, I really just I was just like, Okay, no one knows who I am.
0: Yeah, gotta put your name on. I'm out gonna there.
1: shove shove my food into people's faces, right? Yeah. I was just I love like, all I'll be it. at the bar, be at the farmers market, you know, yeah. any event, foodie event, I was I was gonna be part of it. Um, and then that turned into the opportunity
0: we had at the cater um bar, which was a pop-up kitchen. We I had I a residency Westley- there. I saw you on Instagram. Well, I didn't see you, but I saw your food on Instagram. I think that's when I first started like seeing who you were because I was like, man, this stuff looks so good. And it was just like every like other day they'd be posting stuff that just looked yeah. so good. Thank you. Yeah, um, that, I
1: mean, that really put me um, in the Houston eye as a restaurant chef, you know, it was, it was just beyond the the pop-up, beyond what I could create in a flat top under a tent Yeah. outside in, in the heat, you know? yeah. There's only like so much kitchen. I can do. <laughs> a real kitchen, so I could really showcase what I was working on and what I had envisioned. So that definitely like really pushed me and helped me. I learned a lot. Um, it was going to be. It started as a three month residency and then it ended up being an eight month residency. Oh, wow! Um, okay. At Decatur, yeah, yeah. I just kept yeah, extending, yeah. <laughs> extending, which was great. Um, Adam, who was who is the owner of the building and is also the owner of Axelrad, um it's a great friend of mine i love him like he's my brother so i mean he really helped me out by giving me that opportunity there yeah. um and then from there the talent Rail popped up um, Yeah. they were scouting chefs um they reached out and it was i, I mean i kind of if you see it from outside it was just like okay she's she would be a perfect candidate because she is doing a residency she's not tied to, on to anything and she's clearly working on a brand um so they gave me the opportunity here and i i signed yeah. on in november of last yeah. year yeah
0: yeah yeah So I know um, the food hall hasn't been open for a very long time. And then obviously this year has been a very tumultuous year for everyone. Um, So hectic. (laughs) I guess guess before we kind of get into how, um, you know, you guys have kind of pivoted your business model and all the things that you guys are doing now, because I feel like it's a lot. um, What would you say has been the biggest positive you've seen um, over the past few months during COVID in your personal life or business life? Yeah. uh,
1: I mean, personal life, of course I've, you know, I've had a lot more time to to spend with my family, um, which is great because before it was just like, you know, I lived in Palatine Row. Um, so I, I mean, I, I appreciate that. And it's kind of a gift, gift in, in disguise that yeah. um, I'm able to take this time off and, and really enjoy my parents and my siblings, um, especially since I was gone for so long. And then yeah. I came in just hitting the floor running and just went yeah. right in. So I never really had that time to like really break um, from it so I appreciate that and that's a great plus as well as um really like ideas that I had back in my head like okay this is something we c- I could create and and put it out there and like different little ideas that now I'm putting into play because I have to really think outside just being a restaurant I'm you know 50% of a restaurant is service and when you take that away you know I, I what do I have I have yeah. my product now, how do I get it out there? Yeah, I mean, it, even though it's kind of in a way starting from a weird step one of, of some yeah. sort, yeah, 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 whatever yeah. whatever this is going to be or whatever this is going to turn into, and and really step back and, and and think about you know what is my brand and what is it apart from a restaurant since yeah. that is very hard and to kind of put together right now. Even the restaurants that are open, you know, they're closing every other week, and, yeah. and that's a lot of, of just work and then not being able to know what it's going to turn into. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like step back and and I accept that, you know, I'm just like, okay, well I can't do that right now. I can't just be a full on restaurant. So let's create other things
0: that we can and and keep having our, our uh, brand out there. Yeah. No, I mean, and I think that's something too that's difficult, like being in a building with, I guess, what would be eight other restaurants, you know, and eight other concepts is like, you know, if something happens at one of them, everyone would need to shut down. Right. So, yeah, that definitely would cool. um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> kitchen. Um, so one of the things, um, and I think the main reason why I wanted to host you, um, on this is cause I feel like you've done a fantastic job, like pivoting your business from, Hey, here, we're a restaurant serving people in person to like, okay, what are we going to do? Like, let's figure it out. You know? So, yeah. um, I definitely want to touch on kind of all of the things that you're doing, like, I think that the meal kits are a phenomenal idea, because they're so popular from like, the mail order places, right? But like, why not support our local, you know, people and restaurants and farms and, and everything yeah. that's really cool. Um, I guess, with everything that's going on right now, what specific things have helped you or have you all done in order to remain relevant and successful? Um, and, you know, continue to serve everyone?
1: Yeah, for sure. Like I said earlier, um, really bringing to life small ideas that I had in mind. Um, the meal kit actually started off because at, at the end of my stay in New York, I actually started with a startup. I, I worked with them for about a year and they were a, a kind of a chef service. And we would have a main kitchen where we would uh, just produce a lot of meals. Then we would train um, our, our chefs, which were kind of like short order cooks mm-hmm. um, to go into your house and, and finish off this meal plate it for you within 30 minutes, and they would carry everything they would probably need, bang it out in your kitchen, and then just be like, hey, chef, cook meal, okay, bye. <laughs> and then get on the subway and go on to the next house, right? Like okay. very New York. Yeah, very, yeah, very yeah. New York. Okay. And it was a startup, right? So I was creating, um, helping with menu development. I was doing the training manuals. I was doing production um, and you know, retraining everyone into like, okay, so we are producing this portioning it exactly to what the the chef will need in the home. And then how do we produce it to the point where they can execute it within a 30 minute span,
0: which is, I mean, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah,
1: It's crazy. So we we're thinking like sous vide proteins, hard cooked rice, you know, um, pre-cut vegetables. So all of that, you know, I worked in that company for a year till unfortunately it's startups are very, uh, you know they're not very for sure, so they're not very secure. So um, I had already turned in my. I was actually moving back to to Houston, and then a few months before I moved back, um, they they just shut down, um, which sucked. But I had all that experience of a year, yeah. You know, within me running that whole kitchen. So when I started thinking about, it, I was like, okay, so I can do kits. Like I did this for a year. Like let's just turn my dishes into kits. Yeah. And and uh, I'll I'll pack them up in the cooler and I'll go deliver around Houston. You know, you know, we'll start from somewhere. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of took it on to the next step since I would leave it up to the customer to put together, um, creating recipe cards, creating labels, creating small Instagram videos for you to follow if you don't feel like reading the recipe <laughs> Um and, and, you know, sourcing packaging materials and labels and all of this. So it was just like, okay, so let's just put this into play. We'll, we'll order all this stuff and then we'll see how it goes. Um, And then it was really like, what do I have to lose, right? Like my restaurant's already closed, so it either works or it doesn't and then we just change the idea and do something else. Um, And thankfully it has worked and it it has kept me going this whole time and then we just kind of added on all this stuff now as we go every week i think i'm adding something new
0: (laughs) oh yeah no, i'm like every time i log on i'm so excited to see new things but then i'm just like oh god i'm gonna spend so much money on this like there goes my entire (laughs) weekend of eating out like it's all you know like i think the last time i ordered like the 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 ramen kit and then i was like oh this curry looks good but like instead of just me having one, I need one for Ryan too. So I order two yeah. and then I'm like, oh, but this looks good. And I order like Thai chili, you know, just like, yeah. like oh, and this looks good. So I'm like, I've just got to get off, so like order and go, you know? So,
1: yeah. So like the big idea now within my website, what I've done, the last change was kind of set it up as an online store with all my products. Yeah. Right. Um, now we have a condiment line. We have yep. heat and eat curries. We have um, like snacks, like our peanuts. We have an ice cream line. Um, we are now, oh, well, our, we get our, most of our protein and eggs from Whitehurst. So okay. now we're going to be carrying and selling their eggs as well. So now they're nice. on our website. Um, so you can get um, a dozen of eggs as well with your, with your meal. Um, okay. So it really, it's kind of like, in a way, it's turning into some sort of online store for King,
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's really cool. Um, and I think... Um, The recipes are super easy to follow. So if you guys are like, "Oh man, like cooking up a ramen or you know, pho or whatever," sounds like it's going to be really hard. It's not. You just boil the water, boil the broth, and like put it all together. Um, So yeah, we we
1: do the hard sixteen-hour broth. You know, we we do all the bigger stuff.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's (laughs) five-minute broth for me. Yeah,
1: for you, it's a five-minute broth. We've simmered it for about sixteen hours. So you know. It, it's And it's also like finding the kind of recipes that people want to do in their homes that are not, even with the time in your, you know, with all the time in the world, like, are, are you really gonna go get down and start making a ramen from scratch? You know, cause there is, it's a lot, it's very time consuming, yeah. um, but we have the time and we have the passion for it. So we, we're gonna do it for you. And like you said, five to 10 minutes, you'll have your dinner ready.
0: Yeah. And it's gonna like it's gonna be way better when the chef is making it than I'm like, hmm, here are a bunch of spices and I have no idea you know how much <laughs> to put in or what I should even be For putting sure. in. So yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Um, sure. So yeah, if people want to order meal kits or now their eggs and other items, condiments, things like that, where should they go?
1: Um, they can go into our website, which is KIN, which is K-I-N-H-T-X.com.
0: And okay, we have fantastic. just a
1: market up there
0: and you can yeah. do all our goodies. <laughs> yeah, ice cream, milk ice kits, ice creams,
1: milk kits. Um, and then actually last weekend we started our Kamayan feast. So I saw that, that it's actually ready to eat hot food. Um, and then we kind of the whole like learning the delivery system um also was a whole another thing by itself. <laughs> <laughs> um so now we've kind of brought it down to like, okay, so we're ordering by Thursday, kits are being delivered on Friday in their Kamayan feast will be delivered on Saturdays and you kind of pick a window for the hot meal because it is hot, ready to eat food. Our kids, we can keep cold, you know, and it's not ready to produce. You still have to finish it off. So our hot food, um, we're doing uh, a small feast where we are giving you a banana leaf. We're giving you all six uh, different dishes. You kind of pile it on and you get to feast at home, which was a very popular, mm, just event here it really was an event when we would do it and produce it here at Politan row where we would just wrap our tables in banana leaves and produce all this food on top and you get to eat with your hands yeah. and it was just so essentially my brand you know like it was just food um coming together over food and then enjoying it and just being festive just because you know and i felt with all of this of course i mean this dinner was sold sold out months in advance mm-hmm. um, so with covid just coming abruptly stopping that Um, It's always, it's been in the back of my head since we, since we closed, like, how do I recreate this for our customer back home? Because even if all of this is going on, um, there's a reason to celebrate and we're healthy and we're home. So how can we bring this feast um, to their homes? And that's what we've kind of put together and we'll, we'll give you the banana leaf and you get to um, put it together and enjoy it at
0: home safely. Yeah. Well, and I love seeing, um, I love that because it's like everyone's been like posting it on Instagram and so I'm seeing them all yeah, reposted. Yeah, it just now, blew up
1: this week. Yeah, this yeah, week. Yeah. We started it last week and this week it just blew up. We're like, well, okay, great, thank them, you. And then they're like, well, I want
0: in on that. Like, how do I do that? Yeah. You know, so cool, cool, good deal. Um, Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to chat today. Um, I love following you guys on Instagram. I love the food, the meal kits, um, all of the curries. I just—I mean, I could just keep naming all of the dishes. Um, (laughs) Thank you. So, yeah, excited that we were able to spend some time today. Is there anything else you wanted to add um, or talk about as far as, like, social media? Or obviously you already plugged your website, um, but where people can find you.
1: Or Instagram. I'm super active on Instagram. It's just so quick. (laughs) Um, but our Instagram is just kin underscore HTX and we're just very active there and we're just posting everything new new products that go on uh, where you can find our products too we are we are at different locations as well um, and just
0: team what's what's up and what's going on and what we're producing over here (laughs) cool well I always enjoy following along and again I appreciate your time and Hopefully I'll, I mean, I'll definitely see you on Instagram later, but I'll see you you again soon. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Awesome. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Pivot. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and follow Katie on social media at MoveMe2TX to stay up to date in all things real estate.